1: I'm Dr. Helen Gitlovich on Creating Abundance with Ease, and today our show is kind of like topic stopper, is death the end? People don't want to talk about death, but being a physician, being a certified facility with access consciousness, also doing 24 years of Akashic Records, finding the... I found the school of Akashic Records uh, in teaching classes around the world. That topic is fascinating to me. What happens when people die? Is that the end? What if we have multiple lives? Oh wait, we do. Yeah, we did. What if where the karma comes in? It's all the unfinished business don't like talking about death and yet people die. People have even saying the only thing, the sure things in life, two things, is death and taxes. So let's explore, and is it actually true? Do we die with each life? The reincarnation, that topic has fascinated people around the world. Pretty much all timelines, all realities and people are always exploring what is karma, what your life would be if you didn't have karma, all of that. And what happens in the moment of death? Right now, there are a lot of medical equipment and scientific equipment that's actually recorded moments of death um there are near-death experiences there is a whole show on netflix about death or near-death experience but what happens every single time when people go through that through near-death experience they their life changes because they realize this is not the end this is pretty much just a small millisecond in the life of the soul, in the life of the infinite being. We've lived on this planet, we lived on different planets and you don't have to believe me, by the way. Um, I might lie and the subject is very fascinating, at least to me, it's not scary anymore. Years ago, when I was a practicing physician, now I'm not practicing physician, but I think I still have my title. And when I was practicing, I guess I have ability with death. I have ability with healing. So in my practice, the first, I would say eight years, like three years of residency and five years of my, uh, practice, private practice. Um, only I think five people altogether died. I'm talking about eight years, and I had very busy practice. When I sold it, um, five, like a few years later, it was equivalent of five physicians, and I was the only one. So it's not like I didn't have the patients, and I had all kind of variety. I was a family practice physician, so I had young kids, and I had very old people. But, and every time people died, it was when I was away from the office, not just away from the office, I was on vacation out of country. So in that moment, when I realized that I was holding people here against their will, I started looking at death, what it means to me, what, Doesn't mean, because not. I didn't have so much fear of death. I just didn't like people leaving, I guess, me. I had kind of like abandonment issue maybe, who knows what it was. But it was like, no, people have to stay. I was functioning from this reality from the idea in some ways that this is it, this is life, and nothing happens after. Though I had a near-death experience as a child, um, I had a heart surgery when I was six-year-old for um, heart defect. And after the surgery, because the surgery was very complicated, at least at that time, we're talking about years ago, we're talking about 1960s, Oops, I kind of told you how old I am, but um, anyway, it was um, 1969 when I had my surgery. I think by that time, they were doing maybe a year worth of those surgeries. It was just invented. Um, And it was 50, 50% survival rate. So after surgery, I remember clearly that I was out of my body. I knew everything that was going on in the hospital, kind of like flying around, was looking at my body from above, just like people describe in the books, classical out-of-body experience. And I could see people die and I saw their entities, their souls walking around the hospital and kind of like, hmm, do I go back, do I not? It wasn't cognitive, by the way. It was more a choice. And um, when I got back to my body, I remember the feeling of oneness, of that overwhelming sense of well-being, love. Time stopped, literally. And I remember the window being open and there was rain outside and the drops of that rain. Six-year-old a child. How can a child understand all of that? There was no understanding. There was just knowing, just being. All of that was part of oneness. I didn't call it oneness. I was just like, ah, and that was it. That was that, ah. And then I fall asleep. And then in the morning, I woke up, the pain, all of that kind of like became very real because I was around my other patients. I probably was taking it out of their body, but that's a topic for another time. When I was growing up, I always remember that feeling. It wasn't a feeling, it was space. That space of oneness, space of love, space of gratitude and total sense of, I'm okay. I'm okay, no matter what it is, I'm okay. So as I was growing up, I was searching for that space. I didn't know I was searching for that space, but I was searching. It was um, non-cognitive searching. I did yoga when I was 11, was trying meditation, trying to do a lot of different things. Um, And at some point in certain meditation, I would achieve that moment, like millisecond that was almost the same, but not quite. So I kept searching, did different modality. And um, meanwhile, did whatever this reality, this life required, went to college. Well, immigrated from Russia because I was uh, born in Russia. Immigrated from Russia to America. Um, went to college, went to medical school, became a doctor while in medical school, got married, had a child. (laughs) So kind of like had my traditional life. But there was nothing traditional about my life because while I was going through all those things, I was still searching. I was doing all kinds of things. Well, my husband was an alcoholic, so I started with Al-Anon. Nonwithstanding the meditation, I continue doing yoga. um, Always like that was kind of, I guess, a connection that I thought would bring me to the love, unconditional um, gratitude, unconditional everything. By the time I was uh, kind of like... I did Woman Within, I did a lot of other stuff, and um, I found trans dancing. And then I was invited for Akasha Records consultation because I didn't know what to do. Would I go through divorce? So I needed an advice and somebody to tell me what to do. It was funny. Because at that time, it was like, oh, okay, um, you go to the psychic. Psychic tells you what to do, and you follow. Not so much. But I decided to go to a kashakran consultant. Elena Lieberman um, at that time was a teacher and consultant. So I went to her. I asked a lot of questions. But what's interesting, I never got advice on what to do. It was more information about past lives. So to me, past lives already became real. I also did regressions before. So I saw my, my past life. I saw where my problems today were coming from. One of them was from 500 years ago in France. And I'm like, really? Somebody killed me with a knife and I have an ulcer. And I have pain in my stomach. That was so bizarre to me. But what happened afterwards, my pain disappeared after I saw it and decided, okay, that's, that's ridiculous. To carry all that pain <clears throat> from 500 years ago to now, it's not worth it. Um, other stuff, I found out my art inclination came from. 11th century, when I was one of the helpers to build Chartres Cathedral in France. I guess France had a lot of lifetimes for me, a lot of connections. There is a love and hate relationship with France, but I do love people and I love, um, I guess, language and Paris and Riviera. So there is a lot of connections there. So that's best life. So what happens with when we die? We go to another life. We go to another reincarnation, but we do bring our shit with us. All our points of view, all our kind of anger, all contracts that we did, we bring to another life. And it's time for our first break of the show. You've been listening to um, me on creating abundance with is with myself, Dr. Helen Gitlovich on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back.
0: Many of us live our lives based on karma, on the past and all the unfinished business in our lives. What would you choose if you did not have karma or if you could choose what you desired instead? on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world.
2: This is the Creating Abundance with Ease show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to helen.g at att.net. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome forward, everyone. I'm Dr. Helen Gitlovich on Creating Abundance with Ease. and Today, our show topic is is that the end? And we were, before we went on the break, we were talking about reincarnation that we come back lifetime after lifetime and bring our stuff with us. Basically, when the soul leaves, uh, we have a mortal soul that takes all the implants, all the programming, all the memories, all the diseases, it's kind of like imprinted on the soul energetically or it's like almost like magnetic because we are electromagnetic beings. And it's been measured by different like um, Kyrillian um, photography, like the aura pictures and other stuff we do have, because when people die we lose that electromagnetic, whatever that essence soul is it's gone but it's gone from the body so the body is just the shell at that moment but it's the soul still lives and then when the soul decides to reincarnate because there is a decision still or a choice to come back because some people choose not to reincarnate. I've seen, um, I went on a ghost tour a few years ago in San Agustin. And there are a lot of ghosts there. And if you're not used to talking about ghosts and souls and entities and demons and angels, I apologize for that, but I'm not sorry. Uh, It's your choice to turn it off and not listen to it. Or listen to it and see if it sounds true because whatever is true will feel light. It's from Access Consciousness Tools. Or if it's a lie, it will feel heavy. So in San Agustin, there are a lot of ghosts. Um, I was on a tour with other Akasha Krakas teachers and practitioners and consultants. and So we were not new to talking to souls, talking to angels, all of that. And we were curious, who can we talk today? It was interesting that at that time, it was kind of like we were going, oh, and um, when we got to the tour, they gave us a little um, EMF, I think, electromagnetic frequency meter, which kind of catches ghosts, energies. So whenever there is a ghost, it starts beeping and the light would go like this. Sometimes it would react to electricity, but that signal was more like it would beep and stay there. With a the ghost, it's supposed to go boop, 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 um, So we're going around and no ghosts. So, <laughs> The tour guy he got a little frustrated because I was like, What's going on here? And we're like, Yeah, where are the ghosts? So he took us to an antique store. It was in the evening, so antique store was closed. And he explained that the store was um, owned by a woman, and there are two ghosts there, two kids, a boy and a girl that died as they explain, I don't know how they got it, probably through uh, like psychics or people talk to ghosts. And they explained that um, they were tortured and killed by a man in the basement in the 18th or 19th, 100s. So they lived in that space for about 150 years. And they're like, oh, cool, let's talk to them. We were not afraid of ghosts. Oh, and um, they were told that those kids didn't want to reincarnate. They didn't want to live into the light. They were very comfortable in the antique store. The woman talked to them. The woman actually communicated with them, played with them the way you play with kids that in the bodies, but not the bodies. So we're coming to the antique store. And I know it's a long story, but it's a fun story um we come there no ghosts so we go down to the basement no ghosts there is a monitor that's supposed to monitor the ghost activity no ghosts he says they're supposed to be orbs you know how you catch orbs on uh, mm-hmm. pictures and a lot of people think they're ghosts which is they are um it was so funny um and he, He looks at that, no orbs on the monitor, no orbs on our pictures. And there are two dream catchers hanging there. He's like, maybe dream catchers are not allowing them to enter. We're like, yeah, right. So he takes the dream catchers off, puts them in a different room. And suddenly we see the orbs flying on the monitor. We're like, oh, cool. And our EMF meters went wild. It was like, boom 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 boop, boop, boom We are like, uh-oh, ghosts are here. <laughs> and we started communicating. With, and the way the ghost communicated was yes and no by the meter staying kind of like non-active. There was no light. And if it's a yes, it was boom, boom, like two. And if it was a no, it was, I think one, like boom or nothing. And it was, the energy was so beautiful. The child was, it was a boy and his name was Ethan, as we found out later, because he can look up the history books and everything else and they are there. So the communication was so beautiful, he explained to us. And being Akasha Cracker's teachers, we wanted to send him into the light with angels. We were like, oh, would you like to go? And he's like, no fucking way. <laughs> that was literally like the energy we got because the meter went like boom, 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 boom. boom. Like, no, 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 no. Um, I still get tears because um, He's like, why would I reincarnate? I suffered enough. I don't want another life. At least in not 10 seconds. Maybe it's changed now. But he was very comfortable in being without the body. Mm. So we have so many conclusions a lot of times about what death is. For some people, it's actually a release and relief and freedom. Because if people are suffering, If they are in severe pain, I know with my mom, there was a lot of pain that she was going through, especially for a few years, emotional, physical, and especially the last year. And I was holding her because I love her and I didn't want to lose her. That connection with the physical body, she's not gone. She's kind of like everywhere right now. Have you ever seen a movie, Lucy, that's pretty much what happens to people. They just go. And it's pretty much, the movie is about the woman who uh, took a drug that expanded her consciousness to 100% of your brain. And at that moment, when she actually achieved 100% of consciousness, she became 100% consciousness out there. And there was no fear, there was nothing. And a lot of people before they die, they don't have fear. A lot of them kind of like, I'm ready, I'm ready to go. And there is a difference between cognitive level, like our mind telling us, the logical mind, versus our soul, our being, our consciousness. Because our consciousness goes beyond the physical body. It knows there is no end to who we are. There is much more to life than just physical body. Saying that this body is fun. What if you're, um, instead of suffering with the body and waiting for death to come, you will choose to enjoy this physical incarnation that it's now. Because yeah, death is not something to fear, But what if we don't wait for death? What if we are not resisted or not even like push it away or not align and agree? It's like, okay, I'm going to die tomorrow. No, this is not about it. This conversation is more about letting go of fear. But when we don't have a fear of death, what it will create, it's actually desire to be alive fully and to have fun because when there is, because I know with me, when I was afraid of death, I wasn't enjoying life. I was kind of like fighting not to die. Was it fun? No. And a lot of it is not cognitive. A lot of it is uh, not conscious. It's more about subconscious telling us, okay, that's what's going on. We A lot of times we are not even aware of the thought processes behind. It's more like we wake up anxious and we wake up depressed or fearful or kind of like think about our body, our illness and judge it. And the more we judge, the more, We bring that judgment into existence. We solidify it. So what if we don't? What if we actually be present with our body and enjoy our body while we're here? Instead of trying to kill it sooner than later. What if instead of like when we wake up, how much did we abuse our body? And I know a lot of people are not familiar with access consciousness or akasha crackers. They kind of like live their lives that the body is well. If they are religious, a lot of religions tell us body is sinful, body is bad, all that carnal desires are evil. What if it's not? What if and and death is bad. All, all kinds of like things with religion. But what if we, instead of believing that, what if we start shifting and changing our belief system into acknowledging our body? It's been holding us for our lifetime, how old we are. And instead of judging us back, it's being present with us, it takes care of us. It feeds us. It like or we feed it. It eats. It loves. It enjoys sunshine. All of those things. And oops, didn't see. But it's time for our second break of the show. Time flies. And you've been listening to Creating Abundance with Ease with myself, Dr. Helen gitlevich on Inspired Choices Network.
0: You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to have ease with creating abundance? Listen for Creating Abundance with Ease radio show every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
2: Magic and abundance are everywhere. What if you could tap into abundance and start creating your life with complete and total ease? Working with Dr. Helen Gitlovich will give you exactly that, total ease in creating abundance in your life. Dr. Gitlovich creates classes all over the world, both in person and online. She works with you to create abundance with your money, with your body, with your relationships, with all areas of your life with total ease. Connect with Dr. Helen Gitlovich at creatingabundancewithease.com. Her contribution in your world will be a noticeable gift in a very short period of time. This is the Creating Abundance with Ease show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to helen.g at att.net. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Dr. Helen Gitlevich on Creating Abundance with Ease. And today, our show topic is Death the End. And being a medical doctor, I've dealt with death pretty much all my life. And medical life, medical practice. And right now I've been facilitating and teaching classes around the world um, about energy transformation system of access consciousness and Akashic records, inviting people to a different possibility with their health, money, and relationship where we're dealing with death. But death is not just like the end. It's actually a transition. It's change. Um, I don't know if you ever seen tarot cards. There is a card of death, and people always assume that when that card comes up, it's death in a physical sense. No. Whenever the tarot card death comes up, it's about change—change change in life, change in the relationship, change in money situation. Change. Some something is going to die. In order for the new thing to come. This is about shifting and changing your perspectives. Same with physical death. Uh, Physical death is also a transition. Okay, this lifetime is over. It worked, it didn't work, it was happy. Because there is no just happy life or unhappy life there is always mixture. There is always good times, bad times in anything. Even people say, oh, I had such a bad marriage. But if you look over the whole marriage, especially people who stayed there for 20, 30 years, there were moments of happiness. There were moments of joy and fun, and yet there were moments of misery. And at the moment when misery outweighs the um, fun and joy, usually people leave. And what's interesting, some people will choose divorce. Some people choose separation. And a lot of people will choose death. A lot of people, when they are in unhappy situation, in miserable life, They choose to die. I had a number of clients, including my mom. um, They choose to die instead of divorce. Some of them, when they realized that, would file for divorce. I had a woman who had cancer, had multiple surgeries, wouldn't leave her husband. And we had a consultation, figured out what one of the questions we ask, what are you dying to get out of? And if you have a major illness that's terminal, ask yourself, what am I dying to get away from? And we found out it was her marriage that was she, she was dying to get out of. And guess what? Six months later, she filed for divorce and she was cancer free within a year. What if it's that simple? We can change anything, we can choose anything. And that is just a warning because a lot of people, when they look at situations, say, Oh, I cannot live like that. Guess what? You just Created death in your body. Because body is like that genie. Your wish is my command. And it doesn't know if it's your fear, if it's your, if you were joking. No, it takes everything very serious. It takes everything pretty much the way you say it, it takes it. It does not have a double meaning. Um, built in into the system. It's just like a computer. You say to Google something and unless it's specific, it's not going to find you anything. So when people say, I don't want to live like that, Buddy's like, oh, so you desire to die. Your wish is my command. If people say, I don't want to hear this. Guess what happens? The hearing goes down. I don't want to see this. The vision goes down. Everything that we say or think, thoughts are sometimes more powerful than even our saying because it's all vibrational frequency and it's energy. Our body, our being, our soul communicates through energy, not through words. The words are predominantly our brain that functions from the computer system, the AIs, the algorithm that runs our lives. Those functions from the words and whatever words we put in to the program, that's pretty much what comes out. I remember when I was taking computer courses in college, you say, doctor taking computer course. (laughs) Well, um, as I said, I was searching. So I did a lot of things in college, (laughs) including art history, computer science, engineering, bioengineering, and finally biology. But, those were too easy. The art history, the engineering and computer science were too easy for me. Biology was hard, so I had to struggle. That was before I knew is joy and glory would be a contribution to my life. That all of life comes to us with is joy and glory. You know? I kind of like had the idea that all of life comes to us with pain, suffering and glory or at least everything worthwhile has, you have to suffer for. And would you be willing to destroy and uncreate all of that? And I'm going to use a clearing statement, right and wrong, wouldn't be at talking about all nine shorts, boys and ends, because it's like such an energy that came up and uh, the clearing statement is just a vibrational energy of words that allows us to clear. And you can look it up on the clearingstatement.com website. It explains in details so with all the programming that we're doing to the body um oops lost my thought (laughs) the clearing statement just cleared whatever i was talking about wow that's so cool and how does it get any better than that and by the way um we always have a tool of the week so how about for this week you will use the question how does it get any better than that And that actually can change anything, including death, including your life. So um, I was talking about computers. So with computers, um, my teacher in the computer science used to say GI Joe, garbage in, garbage out. In the computers, it's always like that, but it also, with us with our mind garbage in garbage out is the point of view you put in if it's a garbage then it's going to be um oops my computer is low battery i hope i will be on time to plug it in (laughs) somehow it gets unplugged uh and here we go (laughs) i apologize So our brain works just like a computer, garbage in, garbage out. So whatever you put into your brain, it listens and gets out the same thing. So if you tell your brain, oh, I don't want to live like that, the output is, okay, let's create cancer. Let's create heart disease. Let's create something that will kill you faster, slower, depends on how intense that thought process or that, um, the way you feel. And I specifically say feel because our feelings and emotions have such an enormous charge, electrical charge that moves molecules in our body according to our thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And if we're depressed, if we are um, kind of in a bad mood, in the fear, our body, our brain starts creating those fearful situation, whatever we are afraid of. And it creates so fast because the energetic charge there is enormous. We can plug it probably um, some kind of, electrical machine that will probably work for a few months versus spaces of being like happiness joy they don't have electrical charge they have pretty much that space that can create magic that can create a lot of wonderful things if we choose it because there is a lot of elementals and He can talk to the molecules, but we don't believe in that. When we're growing up as a kid, we Mm -hmm. did believe in magic and we were working with that. We were that space. But as adults, we were told magic is impossible. So what do we do? We shut ourselves down so those spaces become compressed. And all we have is electrical vibration of thoughts, feelings, and emotions to work with. And what if it's not true? What if you have the access to all that space of acoustical vibration, of the space of being? And it's time for our third and final break. Our show is coming to the end. Um, But again, death is not the end. So... You've been listening to Creating Abundance Was Is with myself, Dr. Helen Gitlovich on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back.
0: Many of us live our lives based on karma, on the past, and all the unfinished business in our lives. What would you choose if you did not have karma or if you could choose what you desired instead? on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
2: This is the Creating Abundance with Ease show with Dr. Helen Gitlovich. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Helen.G at ATT.net. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome everyone. I'm Dr. Helen Gitlovich on Creating Abundance with Ease. And today our show is Is Death the End? Because we think of death as the end. It's not. Just like this show, when it ends, it's not over. Because next week we have Are You a Hoarder? And we'll talk a lot about how much are we hoarding things and thoughts, and feelings, and emotions, and how much it clutters our lives, and how much it not allowing us to move forward. And if you'd like to connect with me, you can find me in multiple, multiple places and spaces, Facebook, Instagram, my uh, webpage, and you can actually find all the links on the link tree um, slash Dr. Helen Gitlovich. There is a lot of like, uh, where you can find me on my website, uh, Creating Abundance with Ease. You can actually download the meditation, the expansion meditation I like to do on the show, on in classes, and we can play. Also, um, I'm doing clearings which is based on excess consciousness um and we're doing clearing statement which as i said you can find out more on the clearingstatement.com and we're doing clearing out of control with rachel silver silver um in facebook group being you without hiding and it's also uh on the youtube channel um being you without hiding playlist i think um on my YouTube channel, Creating Abundance with Ease. So it, death is never the end. As I said, death is just the beginning. Because yes, it is a beginning of new life. And as I said, some people choose it to be reincarnated and some people choose not to. Some people say, I'm done with this physical world and just go into a spiritual world. What if there is more to life than just physical bodies, physical everything? And I'm not negating physical body. I love physical body, especially that I'm being three-day body facilitator and body process facilitator. I teach classes on how to have more of communion with your body so you can clear a lot of things out of your body, including diseases, including pain. Actually, one of those classes starting this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, April 4th through 6th. Uh, no, I'm sorry, April 2nd through 4th. And you can um, change pretty much anything with the body processes. I remember in one of the classes, person was um, having pain in his elbow, a tennis elbow. He was playing actually tennis or maybe golf. I don't remember, but His elbow was hurting and swollen and all kinds of things. And we started asking questions and doing body process. Within half an hour, his pain was gone. And he looked at me like, wait a second. How is it possible? It is possible. Because we are magical. And what if death is death of your limitations? Death of your way of life of misery death of your suffering what if you can melt all of that and just choose totally different life because as i said death does not have to mean physical death or death doesn't have to mean death of your body it can mean death of the way you live right now that's not working for you what if you look at that and say okay Let's kill this way of life and let's create something different now. What if that's possible? What if it's more about shifting and changing and creating and being, it's it's more about what is possible. And what if it's about how does it get any better than that? How What else is possible here? What can we change? And what can we kill? What limitation can we kill right now? And what if it's not a wrong? What if death is not a wrongness? But just change. And how many of you decided that change is wrong? You have to stay where you are. You have to work where you work. You have to be the way you are and a lot of it is not even you because a lot of things in your life is creation so you can function like your friends like your family and it's not even you you're not even comfortable in that situation you're not comfortable with um, being with those people but you're holding on to them so that your relationship don't die, that your way of life don't die. What if you just let it die naturally from natural causes? And we're coming to the end of the show. We have just a few minutes left. And I hope to see you next week. And as I said, next week will be Are You Hoarder? And you can join me. Um, classes around the world. I'm going to facilitate basics of Akasha Records class on April 24th through 25th. It's a two-day class where you learn how to access the space of Akasha Records, space of infinite possibilities, where you can look at your incarnations, where you can actually see where you're blocked and let it go with the prayers, uh, with um, grace points. And prayers are just vibrational frequencies. They are not Catholic prayers or Jewish prayers or anything like that. They are more about letting go of your limitations. And I'm going to read forgiveness prayer right now um, to kind of like get you the sense of what to come. I love the forgiveness of the universe to flow through me to cleanse me from anything that I have done, been, seen, and heard to anyone or anything consciously or unconsciously in any time, space, dimension, or reality. I allow the forgiveness of the universe to flow through me, to cleanse me from anything that I have experienced that was done, been seen, and heard to me by anyone or anything consciously or unconsciously in any time, space, dimension, or reality. I allow the forgiveness of the universe to flow through me, To cleanse me from anything that I have done been seen and heard to me, by me, consciously or unconsciously in any time, space, dimension, or reality. And so you can join me for that class. You can join me for body class, either in Chicago area, which is starting this weekend, or around the world. I have a few classes scheduled. Hopefully the world will open up soon so I can come in. Um, to the country and facilitate the classes because body classes are live. I'm also doing a lot of classes on um, online. One of them is going to be a free class on the 15th. You, your body in the world. And it's going to be in English. You can look up the time. I don't remember the time. You can look it up on the website. And I hope to see you someday, somewhere, either in person or um, at least online. It's not as fun because I not physically hug you, but I am going to hug you energetically. Even now, see if you can feel it or sense it. And just allow yourself to receive anything and everything and from everything and anything, including death, including life, including your body and including you. What if it's not a wrongness? What if nothing is wrong? Nothing is right, just is. And bye-bye. Thank you
0: for choosing to listen to Creating Abundance With Ease radio show. Dr. Helen Gitlovich will return next Wednesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, and 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have fun using the tools of the week in your life and start creating magic in your life and your body.